Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone, and welcome to Parent Talk, broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. We're here to inform, educate, and support parents from the early years and beyond. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle. I am 42, and I am a mom of two boys, Alexandre, who is two-year-old, and Nathan, who is six months old. Today, we are talking about creating a life where you can have it all. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi everyone, I'm Heather Fox. I'm the co-host of Parent Talk. I am 41 years old and I have a son named Hudson and he will be two years old on December 17th, so coming up. And I am pregnant and expecting baby number two. Hi everyone, my name is Treya Clausen and I am a business executive and I own a company called Design House Collective and we design businesses. And I'm a mom. I'm a mom of six children ages 16 to 32. So two children that I birthed, uh, Emma and Jaren, and then I have four children through marriage, which is uh, Teal and Jazz and Kyle and Christopher. So you're a busy mom. I'm busy. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. So Treya, as a business designer, can you tell us how you design businesses? Well, You know, mostly we work with people that are either starting a business, creating their vision, or we work with people that have one and it's either not working or it's not working as well as they'd like it to. And they hire us to look at the company and either create it with them or fix what's not working. Often it starts with a vision. How can you get clear about a vision? Well, I mean, that's. I think that's... That's one of the most important pieces, and I think it's often, often it's not done. And how we know that is because people call us when their company has failed or when they've had an idea for years and years and years and never acted on it. And it always comes down to they never created the vision. They never created the purpose of the company, the purpose of their vision, and it leaves them either making mistakes or it leaves them not taking any action. So I think that one of the most important parts of creating a business is creating a vision. Like what's its purpose? What is it going to cause in the world or create in the world? So you're probably referring in creating a good foundation. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think the, one of the, and it, this is not like something that's not done in the world, right? I mean, if you look at a house If you look at a a high-rise building, an office building, when it's the most important part of the building is the foundation. And as the building, as as the floors get added on to the building, which is like a company growing, as the company grows, as the floors get added on to the building, if that foundation wasn't solid, the building comes down. Mm hmm and and often people create and i think i think new parents and new moms and dads this this time of having children people get really connected to what's important to them mm-hmm. and they also often have a space and a time to do that whether it's paternity leave or maternity leave where that 
time to create that foundation and that vision is, I know you're busy. I mean, we're all busy, but there is a time when you're away from your nine to five job that you actually, it's an optimal time for creation of that foundation. So I think as parents, it gives us the time to stop, look around what works for us, Mm -hmm. what was working for us. Because now we have a new little one and maybe what we were doing in the past doesn't uh, reach us anymore Mm -hmm. with this new life. And I think uh, probably a lot of good ideas or visions or foundations should be created from that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think think your priorities change. Mm -hmm. I think when you have children, what becomes important is legacy, is time with them, is having the income to support this future that you've just created. So I think it's a really important time for a human being or for parents. They really look at, you know, what am I going to do? What's my life going to be for? What do I want to leave for my children? So this is an optimal time for them to really create create that future. And sometimes it happens before they have children. And it often, I mean, I get lots of calls from new moms and new parents. They want to now create something that fits their new life that they have in front of them. So what do you do when they call you? Where do you start? The best thing about it is they're just excited, right? They have an idea. And, um, you know, this time, I mean, there's lots of companies that have come out of moms being on leave and dads, you know, wanting to alter their future because they have this new child. So... One is just really listen for it. And I always encourage parents and moms and anybody who has a business idea, I always encourage them to do the work to build it out because everything started with an idea. Every single company started with an idea. That, if you met them and if you talked to the business owner, they would have had all the same, they did have all the same fears, all the same concerns people telling them it couldn't happen, people telling them it was impossible, everybody. For the moms out there, the dads out there that are thinking about something, where to start? Like if you know this is not working for you or you're you're suspicious as this is not going to work, you need a change, uh, where should they start? Well, I think that, you know, the most important thing is that whatever they're going to create serves their whole life. I mean, a lot of people create companies and then they didn't do the work to how many hours are you going to work a week? How much money do you want to make? How many vacations do you want to have? So when I do work with, you know, people that want to start a company, I actually, the company is designed to have their life work. Not, not the opposite. People create a business and then they fit their life into it. I work with people that they actually create their life and have their business fit into their life. So their, their life becomes, so there's no separation between work and family and work and time off. And some of the happiest people in business are people that have done the work to have their business serve what they're up to. I mean, look at you. I mean, you're a great example, right? You're in your home, your son's upstairs. You're, I mean, there's just, just like, this is a creation that actually works with your life. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think for us, it started with a mission of bringing people together, mm-hmm. and it was really inspiring just by listening to moms and dads talking and bringing us into their home. I'm seeing a lot of anxiety with new parents, and some moms won't even go out, but they'll listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. And this is a local podcast for people in Vancouver, and we're really aware it, it will become bigger than just a local podcast. And uh, something that I can share myself is for me to choose to do something like this, I had to give up the looking good. I'm a French Canadian mom mm. and I know my English is not perfect and um, I have a lot to say. I think I have a lot to contribute to other people's life. So I had to give up the looking good because I know sometimes I don't say the right words and I know sometimes it probably doesn't look good. Mm. But it really reached my purpose in life. So I, I really had to work really hard to give this up. When anybody is creating the business of their dreams or the life of their dreams, they're always met with some barrier to that. And yours is English. Mm-hmm. And some people's barrier will be money. And some people's barrier will be they're not smart enough. And some people's barrier will be they don't think they can do it. Or some people's barrier will be other people in their life telling them it's impossible. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so if you, but your vision is bigger than the conversation that you have about yourself. And that's what, you know, that's what'll, that's what'll drive it. And if the vision's clear, I mean, what you're doing, creating a podcast for parents and, you know, families to connect is way more important than your concern for your English. Yes, definitely. It's really easy to give up. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you look at, you know, I mean, any business owner, I mean, they have to go through, they have to all go through that. And there's different levels of it and there's different concerns. But if your vision is really, really clear, you'll move past those barriers. There's only a few, you know, for human beings, there's only a few barriers and it's, it's failing, not, you know, looking bad, you know, avoiding, avoiding looking bad. You know, people don't start businesses or start creating what's important to them because, you know, they're too, they're in survival. They're in survival of what if it doesn't work out? Okay. I mean, it might not, you know, I work with a lot of, you know, teenage kids and, or, you know, kids that have come out of university and, you know, they spent four years in university and now they're, they don't know what to do because they never created that vision before they went in. It was just the thing to do. And now they're looking for, what am I actually going to create? That, that's a human condition that we all have to deal with. I think we can all relate to this at one point. It's yeah. not us personally, we heard about this, right? Yeah. And I think we can take a stand through any vehicle of work that we choose And it can reach our purpose in so many different levels, I find. Mm -hmm. Using my work, yeah, it's actually uh, reaching my core at the same time. Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, I've spent lots of time with you, so I get to see what you're up to, right? And you're always about people and you're always about creation from your baking to your, I mean, you're a total entrepreneur by heart, right? I mean, there's always something you're creating, but it's always, always connected to people. Always. I mean, you are always connecting people. That's, that's your thing. And, you know, even sitting in your hygienist chair, it's, I walk out with like, okay, I should do that. And I should get that. And I should do that. I mean, that's just your thing, right? It's about enrolling in people and that's your, yeah, it's totally whatever it. you do, right? Yeah. 
but you have a vision. Your vision is to be creating in life and connecting people. And this is an example, but everything you do is that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're very connected to, to what you're up to. I can hear in your speaking is intention and vision, right? It's, you can call it intention. You could call it vision. You could call it purpose. You have an intention and mostly that's how a company starts. That's how people build anything is it starts with an intention and, and you do that. And, you know, I mean, I, I just finished read, reading a book. It's actually an amazing book called the black box thinking. Mm. You guys should read it. It's, it's on failure. And, um, and in this book, it talked about Dyson vacuums and, and what it talked about was actually, he didn't actually, there was, I think 123 patents on that vacuum. So he didn't invent it. He just executed on his vision. He just actually, there was lots of examples of that out there in the world. He just actually took his vision and made it happen. Because a lot of people have vision, they have ideas, they have intention, they just don't act on them. Mm -hmm. What would be a good action plan to start with for her listeners, her parents? Well, I think the, you know, the most important part, again, when we talk about foundation is that you actually look at, I would sit, I would actually, maybe I wouldn't sit with myself, I would, I might, but I might actually get together with four or five people and I would ask a series of questions. So the first question is, what do you want? What do you want to be known for? Like at the end of your life, like, what do you want to be known for? Mm -hmm. And then another question is, what do you want people to say about you? Mm -hmm. What do you want people to say about you when, when you're gone? And then another question is, what would you love to have happen in five years from now? Like if you could have anything, like anything, what would you love to have happen five years from now? And then what's really important to you? Like what's really important to you? And then the final question is, if you could do anything, like if you could do anything, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And when people answer those questions, there starts to become a theme. There starts to become a theme. And then I often ask people to now look at your current life and put your current life through the filter of all those things. And does it match? And mostly it won't match. And then you'll start to have your life be about that. You know, one of the things... I actually did this work. I mean, I do it all the time, but I just did a big portion of it uh, last August. I worked with a coach of mine who said, you know, Trey, what's your, what's your promise to the world? What do you, what do you want to leave in the world? And my promise was to, to really cause the tipping point, like to alter, to cause the tipping point of social transformation, transformation in the world and have it be through business. I don't think, you know, charity is going to alter it. I think if we're going to have people's lives work, it's going to be through business. And I just started and I just started working with companies and business owners and, you know, people committed to social change. And if we can start to do that in business, I think the world will alter, you know, let's take care of our people. Let's take care of our employees. Let's take care of entrepreneurs. Let's, let's have people's lives work. 
because they spend so much time in their business. So let's have their life work while they're doing it. I mean, I think this, I think Canada, we're very blessed, right? This, a one year maternity leave really works for people and it works on many levels. I mean, I love it because it gives people a year to create. It's an amazing time to actually do this kind of thoughtful work to actually create what you're up to in life. I'd love it. As a parent, as a mom, as a dad, to put together an action plan, I think what you're saying is actually thinking about what's important for you, for your family. Mm-hmm. Well, so the, I mean, the first part of really building a company and building out your vision is having it be sourced in what's important to you. That's, that's really important. That's, that's the most important part of it. And then once you get clear on that, then there's the, okay, well, what's going to be my vehicle to get me there? And it could be, you know, starting a children's wear clothing line. It could be starting a cafe. It could be a yoga company, could be, you know, Gymboree, gym. It, it could be anything. That's, that's not, the point is not the vehicle. The point is, is the vehicle going to serve what you're up to? And if it does, it'll go very, very well for you. And here's the thing I always say to people. There's people that have built million-dollar businesses, billion-dollar businesses. So the, the difference between you and the person that has created that is a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just a conversation. You know, I mean, you look at, you know, you look at companies like, you know, Lululemon or, you know, Joey Restaurants or, you know, any, I mean, I've connected to a bunch of those companies. They started as a conversation. You know, Lululemon was created by Chip to take the world from mediocrity to greatness. I don't know if people really know that, but that, that was the foundation of that company. That was what built that company. And tights, you know, yoga clothing was the vehicle for that. But he's very connected. That's, that's what that family's up to. Really taking the world from mediocrity to greatness. And, and if you look at all the women that have been employed there, and I mean, there's thousands of them, very empowered leaders in our community all over the world. I mean, that's a, that's a Canadian brand that we, we built, but that was built from a very clear context and a very clear vision. Yeah, I think yeah, having some clarity is very important, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you look at, you know, you look at Apple, you know, that's, you love Apple, you love that brand, but what's building that brand is people thinking differently. That's what's behind that company is think differently. And you walk in their space and you walk in their office and you, you know, you're, you're in that environment and that's what they're, that's, that's what they're building. And, you know, phones and computers is, is their vehicle for that. I'm a big Apple lover myself. Yeah. One of the things that I really like is actually they created a hype of people already wanted to buy the product before it's even available. Mm-hmm. And I think this is uh, quite amazing what they have done with uh, well, you, that you look marketing. At, there's, that's, a, that's a model right now. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. You look at Supreme. I mean, that's, that is a model that people are using. I don't know if it's the right one. It's certainly been what's been working lately. Yeah. But, but that's, that's because the vision's clear. You're, you don't, you're buying into the vision before you even see the product. Mm-hmm. 
So for our parents, listeners here, if they're listening to this podcast and they're like, oh my goodness, I would like to do something. I have some ideas. I'm not clear. Maybe I want to come up with something. What would you tell them where to start? I would start by believing that it can happen. I would get everything out of the way, everything out of the way of that it can't happen. You know, mostly what stops people is they doubt themselves. And, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of when somebody has an idea that there's somebody who wants to hear it or wants to buy it or wants to be involved in it. I mean, it's, it's all started with a conversation. It all started. I mean, I, been working with Jack Ma, the owner of, I mean, this is a big deal, right? He's very, very big from Alibaba. He was an English teacher and he started his company in the apartment of his house. It was 14 years ago, right? We're not like talking, you know, he's somehow special and outside of us. I mean, he was an English teacher who came up with an idea of building yellow pages for Asia. And now look at him. I mean, He's the wealthiest man in the world, in Asia. And he's slated to be one of the most wealthiest men in the world very soon. Mm-hmm. But it, it was a conversation that started in his apartment that grew. That's fantastic. And the only difference between somebody who has created something and somebody that still has a thought about it is action. Mm-hmm. They've actually taken action on it. I, I you know... Go hang out in an old folks' home, you know, 70, 80, 90-year-old people. They will tell you about all the ideas they didn't execute on. I guess that's a good way to start if you have a, yeah. if you don't know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally joking yeah. here. But. So, I mean, <laughs> my job is just to kind of, you know, I'm like the coach in the background saying, do it. It's possible. Just, it's action. It's just actions. It's just take actions, be in conversation, start creating because it, it's possible for people. That, that's, that's my job is to have people get that it is possible or for them to deal with everywhere where they don't think it's possible yeah. and, and tell the truth about that. Wow. Well, I hope we're inspiring people here that have this little idea that's vibrating inside of them. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to reach Treya, She is on our panel of experts on our website at parenttalk.ca. So now, Heather, I think it's time for a conversation card. It's time for a conversation card. Every week we like to play a game, not only for fun, but to get to know our guests a little more too. Nobody knows what the mystery card might ask, sometimes silly and sometimes serious. Let's find out what it will be this week. Can you please pick one and read that to us? All right, ladies. Here we go, our mystery card. (laughs) What do you admire most about your parents? Mm. So now here we are, we're all parents and... (laughs) How about our parents? Go ahead, Treya. What do we admire about our parents, yeah. Well, I mean, I think my father's a a big deal, right? It's a big deal in my life because I didn't have the greatest relationship with my father. I actually had a terrible relationship with my father and um, what I admire most about him is, is I mean, I'm a very driven person. I'm very, very driven. And I 
am that anybody can do anything. It's just who I am. And why that is, is because, you know, I, I had to deal with a really tough life. I had a very traumatic childhood and, um, my dad, I thank him for that. Like I'm thankful for my life because it's made me the kind of human being that there's just nothing I can't do. And I make sure that everybody I meet gets that about themselves. And that is a complete gift that my dad gave me. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, Heather? So, I mean, I guess I'd have to admire how hardworking my parents have always been. Mm. And um, both my mom was a stay-at-home mom, but she she did not work. She worked. (laughs) And she's basically the glue that always held our family together. And um, she's not well right now. And I think my dad's kind of realizing how much she really did. And, um, yeah, so she's just always been such a strong woman. And unfortunately, I don't think she ever gave herself that credit. Mm. And so I just, yeah, I just hope that I can kind of be the mom that she was and to be able to, yeah, just be as strong as they both were as hardworking. And they provided a really fantastic life for me and my sister. And, um, I have so many fantastic memories, um, as a little kid. And I just can't wait to be able to kind of give that to my own children and, um, but definitely, I mean, I see value in being a stay home mom and I'm so thankful that I have that opportunity to be that right now. And yeah, just cause as I said, I appreciate my mom being there for me and, um, now I get to do that for my own mm-hmm. children. So my parents as, uh, when they were younger, I don't think so. They, um, were really encouraged to be bigger be a better person. I think uh, they were. There's a saying in French that's saying you're tuene pour un petit pain, which means you're born for a little piece of bread. Mm. And in a French Canadian culture, this is often how people live their life through that saying. And they're just born for a little piece of bread. What that's does that it. mean exactly? It just means that you don't deserve more. That's oh. it. That's all, right? Wow. You're just gonna have a little piece so of bread, gonna, and just you, grow, yeah, you're you work, can't you're do gonna bigger. Live, and that's it. And I well, think you certainly we, live the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I think my parents, at their young age, I think that saying was actually quite out there. I think when I was younger, it was not as much. Mm-hmm. But and I think it has a lot to do. If we go back to a little bit of French Canadian history here, it's. Um, Let's put it like this. Uh, a lot of people that was running businesses were English people. And the French people were actually the little worker. And I hate saying little, but that's mm. the way they were actually feeling. And their bosses, I remember my dad telling me my boss spoke English. I had no idea what he was telling me. and But I know that he was being condescending mm. and uh, he was putting me down and it was making me feel mm. that small. And uh, they grew with this. Mm. So my parents... To put people in context, right? My parents lived that life as young adult, and uh, then they had children, and they never, ever, that was never something that was actually transpired to me. Mm. So my mom, my dad always believed in me. My dad would never give me advice that would pull me away from ideas. Mm. I really choose to trust my parents. When I moved to Vancouver, my parents didn't have very much. My mom deposited $500 in my bank account. This is 20 years ago. For me, it was a lot of money. And she says, if you have run out of gas, if there's anything, there's $500. And for my mom, that was a lot of money. She was at home. She has her own business as a fur coat designer. And she was the one creating it, cutting it, 
And my mom worked hours and hours and hours. So $500 was a lot of money for my mother. And my dad had put, without even talking with each other, my dad had put a bank card into one of my suitcase that I found three years later. Mm. And um, because he thought at one point, my little girl that doesn't speak English, because when I moved to Vancouver, I didn't speak English at all, right? So we'll call me probably in Alberta, tell me I'm running out of money. And back 20 years ago, right, there was no e-transfer or stuff like this, right? So my dad was going to tell me, well, go into your little pocket and your pink suitcase and there's money there waiting mm-hmm. for you, right? So I never ended up needing it, but it just always left me with, my parents really believed in me and I, I admire them for that mm-hmm. because they... Great. They were a big pillar. They were a big stand for me throughout my life. And, and they are the reason, they're the reason for who I am today. Definitely. It's brilliant. That concludes today's episode. I want to thank you, Treya and Heather, for taking the time to be here and for your contribution in other parents' lives, helping us be the best parents we can be. For our listeners, if you want to hear a little bit more about Heather and I, we are releasing some mini episodes called Real Mom Moments where we're talking about what's happening in our daily lives. If you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the contact us section at parenttalk.ca. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or you can subscribe directly to this podcast on our website so you don't miss an episode of Parent Talk. If you have a minute, please review us. We want to know what you think. Remember, there's nothing more powerful than feeling supported by a community of parents and sharing your thoughts, ideas, and experiences. Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.